what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. I have really felt those shadows of darkness lengthen. And friends, it's time for the church to repair the broken down altar of the Lord and get busy doing God's business and stop being divided over COVID and, and over politics and over all the other things that are going on in this world. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. you have your Bibles this morning, would you turn with me, please, to the book of 1 Kings. The book of 1 Kings, chapter 18. 1 Kings 18, verse 30. And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And I want to use that as my subject this morning, repairing the broken down altar. This is the day of a great showdown between God and Baal. In this corner, we have 450 prophets of Baal. In this corner, we have one prophet of God, Elijah. The prophets of Baal claimed that Baal had control over the weather. To confront this, Elijah stood before King Ahab and said, there will not be dew nor rain these years. But according to my word. Three and a half years later, there's not a green blade of grass to be found anywhere. All the leaves on the trees have shriveled up to a crisp. The rivers and the streams and the brooks have dried up. Animal carcasses are laying everywhere. And people are dying now because of famine. The altar of the Lord was located in Jerusalem. And that is the place where the sacrifices were to be offered up. But the kings of Israel had made it difficult, almost impossible, to offer up sacrifices and to worship God in Jerusalem. And there was an altar up on top of Mount Carmel. Someone built this altar out of place in this secluded place up on this high mountain so that they could have some semblance of worship. My friend, if things keep going the way they're going in this country... It's just a matter of time before the church has to go to a secluded place. 
in China, as I mentioned earlier, they're already cracking down on churches. They've got cameras focused in on these churches with facial recognition so that they can go out and get the people if they're caught going to church. A secluded place. The altar of God was built up on Mount Carmel. But this altar had been abandoned. It had not been used. It was a sign of the times, ladies and gentlemen. Israel no longer believed in the altar of Jehovah. They did not believe in what that altar represented. That altar was the place of sacrifice for sin offerings to be offered up. But they no longer believed in the God of Jehovah and His sacrifice. They had been turned to worship Baal. And after three and a half years, God told Elijah... I want you to go and show yourself to Ahab. After three and a half years of famine, drought, it was a dire situation. And he has Ahab to gather all of Israel to the top of Mount Carmel, where this altar of the Lord was at. Representatives from every family in Israel was there. Ahab and his cabinet was there along with 450 prophets of Baal are all gathered up on top of this mountain. And Elijah came and addressed the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? The word opinions means to be divided in mind. How long halt ye between two opinions divided in mind? That is an apt description of the church. Ladies and gentlemen, our nation has never been more divided than it is right now. We're divided every way imaginable. And I don't blame politics. I don't blame Republicans or Democrats. I blame the church. Well, you say, Brother James, how can you do that? It, it's complicated. Well, it was complicated in Elijah's day, but he made it real simple. He made it so simple that even a little child could understand. He said, if you look there in 1 Kings 18, verse 21, he said, how long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. Let's set aside all the issues of the day. There's a lot of things going on in life. You got a lot of things going on in your life. Some of you are, are on a new job and you're trying to learn things. Some of you have moved from far, far away. You're still trying to get things settled. There's a lot of things in life to be concerned about. 
But there's one thing I want you to think about this morning because some of you are pretty much settled where you're going to be. You don't plan on moving no more. Some of you sitting here today, you're retired, you ain't looking no more jobs. You're done with that. Can I get an amen? But others of us, we've got life to contend with. We've got bills to pay, we've got a job to work, taxes to pay, the list goes on and on. But this one thing is for sure. It is appointed unto man once to die, and after that, to judgment. You will, retired or not, moving or not, job or not, you will stand before God and give an account of your life. That, my friend, you will do. And let me say this, to whom much is given... Much is to be required. God has blessed some of you in this place, many of you by radio. God has blessed you with the ability to make money. And God expects you to support the work of God. Others of you, God has given you abilities and talents. You are responsible for that. And you will stand before God and give an account one day. And there's only one way to God. There's only one way to be accepted of God. And that is through and by Jesus Christ and what he did at Calvary's cross. There's two categories that Elijah broke the problems of that day down into. Two categories. It's either God or Baal. And there's only one way to be approved of God, and that is through Jesus Christ. Jesus said, John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. The only way to God is through and by Jesus Christ. The only way to Christ is by faith in the cross. And the only way to the cross is through and by a denial of self. Let me say that again. We all want to get to God. We all want to stand for God one day and hear him say, Well done, good and faithful servant. God forbid there be a person under the sound of my voice today. If you hear him say one day, Depart from me, I never knew you. And you burn in an eternal hell forever and forever. God forbid there be one listening to me today that that happened to you. But there are many in hell right now that would love to be where you're sitting at today. The only way to be accepted of God is through and by Jesus Christ. The only way to Jesus Christ is through and by faith in the cross. And the only way to the cross is through and by denial of self. Jesus said in Luke 9, 23, If any man will come after me, Let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow 
me. Elijah said, if the Lord be God, worship him. But if Baal, then follow him. What are you following today? Everything we need for life and living. Everything is found in the finished work of Christ. Because man's problem is sin. And the only answer, the only solution to sin is the blood of Jesus Christ. Has that blood been applied to the doorpost of your heart? Every blessing we receive from God comes through and by the cross. Whatever it is that you need today can be found in the cross. Whatever you need today, whether it needs spirit, whether it be spiritual, emotional, financial, whatever, it doesn't matter. The means by which you will receive what you need is found in the cross. Peter said, 2 Peter 1 verse 3, According as his divine power has given unto us all things, all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Now, like I said, I want to make this real simple for you. I know life is complicated. It was complicated in Elijah's day. But he broke it down into two categories. If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. Any proposed way for life and living outside of Jesus Christ and him crucified is but to follow Baal, the world, the flesh, and the devil. Who are you following today? He stood before the people, 1 Kings 18, verse 23, and he said, let them give us two bullocks. The bullocks were for sacrifice. God's way of salvation has always been through and by the sacrifice. Immediately after the fall, when Adam and Eve fell in that garden, God took an animal and killed it. Took those coats of skins to cover Adam and Eve. That was a sacrifice. It pointed to Christ and what he would do at Calvary and his covering for our sins. Let them therefore give us two bullocks. Let them choose one bullock for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on wood and put no fire under. And I will dress the other bullock and lay it on wood and put no fire under. Call ye on the name of your gods. And I will call upon the name of the Lord, Jehovah God. And the God that answers by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, it is well spoken. Now the prophets of Baal, 450 of them, they readily agreed to these terms. And I'm going to tell you why. The Jewish Targums say, that there was a trap door hidden in the back of their altar. And at a given point in time, one of those priests, remember there's 450 of them now, 
surrounding that altar and there's a whole lot of activity going on and the people are sitting back watching and observing all of this. One of those priests would sneak in that back door with fire and light it and it looked like to the people that fire just miraculously appeared and the people were deceived. That was their routine. They did this over and over and over again. The whole thing was a hoax. But the people were deceived in believing Baal by these shenanigans. The Jewish Targums go on to say that on this particular day, they opened up that hidden door and the little priest run up in there and they shut the door and he suffocated and died. He didn't get a chance to light the fire. And all this jumping and dancing, they leaped on the altar and all of this loud talking and hollering, prophesying and cutting themselves, all this activity, and everybody sitting back watching, no fire. Nobody, don't, they don't know what's going on. Those prophets of Baal, they're like, where's the fire? Kind of like years ago back in the 80s when Wendy's was selling their hamburgers. Little old lady walked up there. I want a hamburger, please. They handed her a hamburger. She opened up. Look at it. She said, where's the beef? Little bitty old round thing there on a big piece of bread. That's, that's about what it's getting to be in the country today. You go to the store. The, the amounts is getting smaller and smaller. I remember back when a moon pie used to be that big. Of course, I was a kid. Everything was bigger when I was a kid. Now... The house I'm living in right now, when I was a little boy, it was big. And now I'm like, good gracious, we need to bust that wall out and open this hallway up a little bit. <laughs> uh, deception. All this activity. And I imagine, I mean, man, they are really getting into it now because they want to distract the people. And then priests are back there, boy, they are pulling and tugging and prying and beating and banging, trying their best to open up that door to get in there so they can light that fire. But they couldn't open that door. Let me tell you this. When God shuts the door, my friend, it is shut. And when he opens a door, no man can shut it. And when he closes a door, ain't no man can open it. Church, it's time for us to pray and ask God to shut these trap doors. It's a trap. Trap doors of deception today. What kind of trap doors? I'm talking about the mainstream media in our country today. I mean, every time I turn around, they're talking about some white person's killed a black person. Folks, there are more black people killing black people than there are white people killing black people. If you take a little time and do an investigation of that, you'll know that. But if you watch CNN and CBS and ABC and what they're telling you over that television, they're not telling you the whole story. They're only telling you that which fits their narrative. They're not telling you the whole truth. 
and they make it seem like it's a pandemic today. This week, I heard about Joe Biden's plan to save the lives of drug addicts. They're going to spend $2 million of our tax money to buy needles, crack pops, and the drug as well, put it all in a kit and give it to the people so that they won't overdose on drugs. That's what has been proposed. I'm not going to get in all the dynamics of that, but this is what I want to zero in on. They're going to offer it to certain communities, the black community. Did y'all see anything wrong with that? What is he saying? That only black people have drug problems? Why ain't anybody caught that? Why ain't the news media said anything about that? Let me tell you something today. Had it been a Republican in office that had made such statements, could grace and mercy every city in this country would be on fire today because of the riots. They'd be impeachment going, that's all you'd hear. Got a racist president in office. But you don't hear a thing about it. And I'm going to tell you why you don't hear anything about it. Because the mainstream news media along with crooked politicians and everything else evil, bail, in this country, they're all in the same bed together. The mainstream media in this country has become the propaganda channel. I might as well go ahead and deal with this while I'm here. How long are we going to keep blaming COVID for the supply shortage? COVID's got a little part to play in it, folks. But it's the policies of crooked politicians that has caused this problem. But again, the news media will not tell you that. We need to pray that just as God shut that trap door of deception in Elijah's day, we need to be praying that God will shut these doors of deception. Whether you agree with what I've said this morning or not, there is deception going on in this country. Things ain't right, folks. I talk to people that ain't even saved, and they said, Preacher, things just ain't right in our country. I know it ain't right. I can feel the shadows of darkness increasing and lengthening the, the longer and longer we go. And this has been going on for a while, but I have really felt those shadows of darkness lengthening. And friends, it's time for the church to repair the broken down altar of the Lord and get busy doing God's business and stop being divided over COVID and, and over politics and over all the other things that are going on in this world. My brother right over here yesterday posted something on Facebook. I thought it was very interesting. He said, a boat is surrounded by water, and it goes upon the waves with no problem. Surrounded by it. 
But once that water gets in the boat and it gets weighed down, it begins to sink. Don't let the cares of this life and the divisions and the strife and all the different things going on, ladies and gentlemen, don't let it get inside of you and weigh you down. Boy, they had a field day up on that altar, but there was no answer. No answer. And Elijah finally said, that's enough. He called all the people near unto him, and he began to repair the broken down altar of the Lord. And if you come on back next week, I'll tell you the steps and things that he went through because we've run out of time. Some of you getting a little punch drunk. (laughs) He did some crazy things. I mean, he puts all this water on top of the sacrifice and expects that to catch on fire. Really? What, what is all that about the digging of the trench and the 12 stones and all? What is all of that? Come on back next week and I'll tell you. today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And every Sunday morning, we have Sunday school starting at 9 o'clock and worship service at 10, as well as Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are broadcast to the parking lot for those of you who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.